Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. 18 months ago or so, when movement-based ensemble Improbable Stage was looking for their next project, they couldn't have known they'd be picking a work by one of today's most controversial playwrights, William Shakespeare. The bard's bloodiest, Titus Andronicus, becomes That Which Remains. I spoke with some of the ensemble after their dress rehearsal. Take a listen. I do like to start with everyone's name on the mic, so I will start with the director. Welcome to the podcast. Stacy Donovan. And I'm going to make you say what you did and what the show is. Uh, the show is our adaptation of Titus Andronicus that we call That Which Remains. And I'm the artistic director of the company, and I kind of directed the show. <laughs> kind of? Oh, we're going to get into that. So we also have with us Titus herself. Hi, I'm Tally Custer. And... Hi, I'm Julia Hansen. I play Tamara. And I'm Ellen Genders, and I play Martius. I have to get at that I sort of directed the show thing, because mm-hmm. I'm actually a director in my other life. So I'm ah. curious what you mean by that. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a, very, um, a very streamlined uh, cut of Titus, and it is a super dance-heavy uh, version of Titus. So I would love to know, um, I usually ask people, like, start out, tell me what the show is, what, what, did, what is this thing, why should people come see it? We all know what Titus is. Uh, we've all seen or read Titus Andronicus at some point in our lives. Um, why Titus now, I think, is why I would ask what the question I would pose to you. Why do this show, we have, we have another very uh, war-like uh, Shakespeare going on in the park that is currently the subject of much controversy. Um, why Titus Andronicus right now? Because that's what the company wanted to do. Right. We that's in fair. our in our early. I I don't put on the director hat until about two weeks before the show opens. Meaning that we all work together collaboratively, and we all select a show collaboratively. So this was what everybody wanted to do. I'm not totally sure I wanted to do it, <laughs> but here we are, and um, and so we work that way. So that, as I say, when we get into this space, the director hat kind of goes on, but they, we create work collaboratively using improvisation and choreography. And, and so it's, it's, a, it's an absolute group effort. And hence why I don't solidly direct it as we would know traditionally. That's the answer to my question. All right, excellent. <laughs> is everyone, is. He, everyone here is a company member? I'm actually a guest artist with the company. But everyone else is. Yeah, Tally and I have been with the company for, well, I've been in nine years? I think this is my ninth year, and it's your eighth year? Seventh. Seven? Oh, okay. Yeah. Do y'all remember where the idea for Titus came from? I'm really curious. Oh, oh well, I, I picked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, I want to play Tamara. No, no, I okay. actually am. I'm a big fan of Tarantino, and I uh, was like, what could, how can I get my hands on Tarantino? And I thought the best way would be Shakespeare's bloodiest, Titus. And so that's, that's where the initial impulse came from. But like, as you can see, it's, so different than anything that I could have like initially initially come at it with. So, um, however, you are saying this while your hands are covered in red. That is, as, as is very your true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is the, that element is definitely in here. So, um, in, I'm actually really curious about casting. Uh, this is um, I, I, obviously I said Titus herself. Mm-hmm. We have uh, we have a lady Titus. Yeah, we have a lady Titus, mm-hmm. um, and there's other. Uh, gender bending going on. So amongst company members and guest artists, uh, how do you figure out who's going to play who? Because it sounds like a super, it's not like you as the director just said like, 
you, you do this. <laughs> you said you don't even direct till two weeks out, so how'd you figure it out? Very much out of necessity. So in our, our development process, we had a good few weeks where we all just rotated uh, roles and um, just based on who felt energetically best suited to play that role is is where we went and also I mean Stacy had a hand in making sure like familial wise we had some resemblance and and looked good together also um, yeah mostly just out of necessity and who fit from what we had and we did we brought people in from outside the company as well mm-hmm. but and- and yeah. while we all have a say in this, it yeah. is ultimately Stacy does take the director position on this, and she casts the show. Um, well, so we all submit it. We all, all do. Right? We all, yeah. Have them all cast them the show themselves, and then I look at everything they're doing and what I've seen after they, everybody's been reading parts for a very long time. And I'm a teacher as well, and I do this in my schools. I make all everybody who is auditioning cast the show themselves so they'll understand how difficult that puzzle is. And so I do the same thing here. And in many cases, they're right on the same page with me because they've been watching everybody read and it starts to become clear. And then sometimes I get a few new ideas and then sometimes I surprise them and put them in a role they did not expect. (laughs) (laughs) And as a guest artist, walking into this, it sounds like a very unique way to work among company, but um, you said you've been with the company nine years, it's obviously been working for a while. But as a guest artist, what was that like? Was this kind of weird to walk into this this room? It was actually very welcoming and very comfortable because I had been going to um, Improbable Stages workshops for a few months, I believe. They they do once a month. Free workshops, free workshops in the city. So obviously I had to go and um, it was a lot of similar movement vocabulary of what I did in college. And so I really felt like it was a great fit. And then I got invited to audition and thought, well, absolutely. So I got to come in and just present a monologue and do some scene work with the company. And it was just, it's been nothing but welcoming and fulfilling and amazing. So. That's a lovely transition because you talk about the movement, vocabulary. There's this like really striking dance sequences that take place to very contemporary music, uh, which is um, personally my favorite part of this. Um, how did you how do you develop these? Who, who brought in the music? Was it we need a song? What song says uh, we're about to kill the bastard brothers? Like how do like you know how did how do you how do you come up with this stuff? Very collaborative. I think when we first this is the answer to everything. So if there yeah. were a test on this so podcast audience, the answer is collaboration. Collaboration yeah. and every voice being important and and valid. Um, I th- when we first dis- when we first started bringing the show to its feet and actually physically putting things together. Um, some people were more passionate about this section of the show. Some people had visions how this sequence could go. Um, and uh, and then those people kind of spearheaded what we called those drafts. Um, so the way that we create a lot of stuff is through a process called drafting, which is um, a form of improvisation. You could say it's loosely, loosely, loosely based on viewpoints, but it's... Um, oh, I disagree but, with that. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I'm going to say that it is a combination of every single type of improvisation I've ever seen. Because I... Sorry. I feel like back I in the am. day it used to be... Maybe I'm getting well. Okay, no. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Point being, 
point it's our way of... It's all Landau. Nobody's talking smack. It's just... And then we, we kind of devise based on an idea or somebody will come in with a song and be like just move and it kind of goes from there and things may um, change actually change. no matter how early or late in the process we've completely changed swapped things and in the end it's made a much tighter show which is a really cool process to be a part of as mm-hmm. well it's like you might think you're married to something and then the next week everyone kind of comes together with the same thought and it's like hey how about this other thing? And it ends mm-hmm. up some weird like emergence yeah, sort of thing. But we're going all thinking on. the same thing, in a way. And I think that's sort of where I come in at the end too, is because I'm pretty much more outside of it than the rest of them. And so as a director I can go, okay, that's that's just not clicking anymore. And it has to shift. And then and even just today we made a couple of changes that that really streamline the show even further. And so I, while being involved in the drafting and watching and, and going through it with them, I'm kind of trying to say a little outside of it because then I can have a more objective eye on the whole and how it's looking when we start putting the whole thing together. I don't want to spoil this, but I would like to ask who came up with the weaponry idea? How, how did you... How did you arrive at that idea? It was Max. It was it was it was it was, it was Maxim. We were looking for a a way of doing this that wouldn't involve reality and the and the weaponry. And we we talked about ribbons. There was a lot of ribbon use in Elizabethan plays and things. And then uh, one of our company members, who's actually not with us a- anymore. Uh, it, it, she's, she's alive. alive. <laughs> she's alive. <laughs> Given the she's subject alive. material, I'm glad you said yeah. that because she's was she a victim to the weapons? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Quite. Glad you said that. Um, but she's not with the company anymore. But um, she said, you know, it'd be really cool if we use some of that dust that they that chalk dust, and that it started very small and then it just got bigger and bigger. Um, and then it became more and more things and more types of murder and et cetera as we, as we moved on with it. And it's been messy, but fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm watching them clean it up as we speak. I know, um, so um, before I ask what's next for the company, I'd actually kind of like to go backward and say, how long was this process? Like what was this, how long does the development of one of these shows take? Uh, it varies every production but, yeah the most recent ones have been between a year and a half two years um, and this this what this was a year and a half meeting every week every month once a like, week once a week mm-hmm. okay almost once a week yeah there's there's periods Holidays off and, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. but uh, yeah every Tuesday for about a year and a half Brilliant. Mm-hmm. and so have uh, has have, have there been thoughts about what's next or is it I'm just trying to get through the show. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like survive or don't, yeah. kind of and then at the end of it, um, you'll you'll kind of go back into workshops and say, "All right, start anew. Mm-hmm. What's next?" Yeah, it's yeah. mm-hmm. really cool. We typically do a piece that already exists and adapt it, and then we do a totally original piece. And the last piece we did was our original work, and so we look we're looking toward existing material this time. So that's the only sort of. Um, pattern if you will um and this we started on discussions on this in november of 15. wow and we had finished our last show in september october of 15. um so depending on the show you know and when we can get space it's a year and a half to two years 
Very cool. All right, well, we are uh, speaking of space at the IRT Theater, and y'all run through when? Saturday the 24th of June. Excellent. The show is That Which Remains, based on Titus Andronicus, and uh, tickets and more information can be found at... WWW. Yeah, or which way, which way do you want to go? I'm going to say irttheater.org or improbablestage.org. Excellent. Yeah, you got to shout out your own company. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to uh, up those Google Analytics, yo. Yeah, I know. I'm, oh, I'm so good at that. <laughs> Thanks so much for doing this, y'all. Thank I know you. It's, uh, so, listeners, I'm here on dress rehearsal. This is how cool these people are. They're letting me uh, crash dress. So, thanks again. Really appreciate it, and great work. Thank, Thank you very much. So much. Thank you, Stacy, Tally, Julia, and Ellen, for taking the time to hang out after your dress rehearsal. You can catch Improbable Stages, That Which Remains, at the IRT Theater, 154 Christopher Street in Manhattan on the third floor, through June 24, 2017. Head to improbablestage.org for a link to tickets and more information. A reminder to everyone listening, if you're not a member of the League of Independent Theater, then... I encourage you to change that. Lit is working on behalf of the indie theater community in the political world, and we could use your help with upcoming campaigns to get arts-friendly candidates into office, advocate for policies that can make it easier for us to make our work, and so much more. At the very least, we'd love to have your name on the members list. Membership is free, and you can join today at litny.org. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please give it a like on Facebook. Facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Yay.